Welcome to Paradise. Our first campaign, Advantage in Paradise, is a weekly actual play D&D podcast recorded live on Twitch every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the dulcet tones of our dungeon master, Sean O'Donovan, as he guides you through the wondrous world of Aradun. All right, editor's note on this one. Uh, we had a number of technical difficulties while streaming live. Um, because this is a live recorded podcast, there's only so much that we can do to fight back against that, especially since it started happening like two, three hours in. Um, I left most of it intact, uh, because it's really, there wasn't a ton of ways that I could cut around it and still maintain any kind of coherency. So just, uh, have fun listening to us, um, screw up a lot and get real flustered. Uh, we do bring it back around at the very end. Um, and a lot of the information is super important. This episode actually was really, really fun. Uh, sit back, relax and enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another night in paradise. Watching uh, Advantage in Paradise, our D&D live stream actual play show. Um, we're going to get into it in just a few moments. I just have a few announcements. As always, our uh, audio at this point is coming from uh, a combination of Sirenscape and tabletop audio. So please check them out for your own games. They're a great resource to really set the ambient tone for your games. Um, another announcement is that we got an awesome shout out today from one of our friends, uh, Two Dungeon Masters. They uh, <clears throat> they run a podcast that's specifically devoted towards uh, helping new DMs really discover the different tools at their hands and uh, to find creative solutions to complex problems that often hit the DM right at the table. Um, so please check them out. They're on Instagram at Two Dungeon Masters um, and uh, also on Spotify. Um, good friends of the show at this point. Um, uh, episode three just went live on our YouTube channel. Um, you could also watch it on the playback in Twitch on our Twitch channel. Um, the next episode should be coming up live on YouTube soon enough. So please check that out, share it with your friends, uh, get other people interested in watching advantage in paradise every Monday nights at 7 PM Eastern standard time. But without further ado, let's just jump right in. All right. <clears throat> This is where we would have a nice, fun intro sequence. Goals. Uh, but anyway. Last we left off with our, <clears throat> with our brave companions here. They had searched the temple of the Ashkeeper after defeating the Archdruid Orlin's uh, monstrosity in the courtyard. In searching that uh, temple, they found several things of a worthy note that they later would um, investigate further. One particular relic they found was a strange fungal specimen um, within the Archdruid's quarters themselves. They brought this specimen to an alley far from the temple, and after investigating it a little bit, they decided it was best to destroy the, uh, the specimen. So, Wiswick and Wiswick and Scarlet, not Anna, Wiswick and Scarla, Scarlet, Scarlet, sorry. Wiswick and Scarlet decided to discreetly light it on fire in an alleyway while Timber watched. Um, at the time, Curon was charging headfirst towards the barracks for the Maginset Town Guard, for <clears throat> there was a sickly half-elf druid found in the prisons beneath the temple that Curon had many questions for. 
Cal, unsure of who to stick with, decided to charge forward with Kiron. The two barged through the barracks after some charming words with the front guards, who easily enough let them in and led them to the infirmary where the sickly half-elf Druidus was being held. When they found her, she was unconscious, uh, recovering, but um, not conscious and able to answer questions. But with his divine graces, Curon was able to bring her up from consciousness and heal some of her wounds, advancing the healing process for her. She was only able to speak briefly, um, which she <clears throat> she was not able to give Kiran exactly what he wanted, um, only a few scattered sentences before desperately asking him if the Archdruid had hurt any more innocents, um, before slipping back into unconsciousness. It was there also that Kiran saw the party's old friend, the assassin that they had ambushed in uh, Angus's home few sessions ago, um, still not quite recovered from his uh, beetle attack, in which a swarm of beetles had gnawed away much of his flesh and uh, brought him to near death before Curon in that battle was able to spare him from dying, uh, but not spare him from the disfiguration. That man still rests in the infirmary of the barracks under guard, slowly recovering from the brutal attack. Unable to get much from either of them, Kiran left furious and frustrated. Um, it wasn't long before he decided he needed to... Well, that was later. So, at that point, they rejoined with the rest of their party, who had barged in as well, walking straight through the guards, who at this point don't really want to mess with you at all, or uh, <clears throat> stop you from wherever you want to go. Um, one thing of note, though, that you noticed is two corpses in the central courtyard of the barracks with uh, blankets held over them, bloodied blankets. Hard to see exactly um, what was underneath. Um, uh, Timber was able to sniff out these, uh, these corpses, but he wasn't able to catch much due to the blank heavy blankets that were over the bodies. Now, after getting some good pets from the guardsmen, uh, Timber was able to lead the rest of his party up to rejoin with Kiran and Cal. At that point, frustrated with the lack of answers, they decided to join back up with Lord uh, Heronson, who had invited them to dinner that night to discuss reward and uh, further business ventures. When there, he had promised a few things. One, he promised to Wiswick that he would get access to his private library for a total of one hour, with the uh, permission to take one book out. Two, he denied access uh, to speaking with the Archdruid, who was held within a prison beneath um, the Arch, uh, the Lord Harrison's manor. And then three, he provided you with a, uh, a reward for the work you'd already done. <clears throat> After providing you with this reward and speaking briefly, as you all supped that night, he offered you another job, escorting him and some of his guard with the prisoners to Meduin, the capital of Tressus, and the seat of King Guthred. Um, you know, the less, one of the lesser kings of the Quintarchy of the Trinwald Valley, but uh, a king nonetheless enticed you with further payment and the 
cryptic promise of a king's favor is even better than a lord's favor. Is at this point that you promised that you would give him an answer on the um, before the time that he said that they would be leaving. Um, promised to attend his feast the next night to celebrate the end of the dawning festival festival and the victory over the arch druid. And then he dismissed you. Um, shortly after, you were uh, able to find each of your uh, respective bedrooms that he provided you for the night. Timber exposed himself as a uh, in his humanoid form to Kiron, um, in which they spoke briefly, um, exchanged some goods, and again, uh, Timber slept in his room that night, back in his wolf form. Requesting that Curon acquire his fancy cloak from uh, from uh, Scar. The next morning, um, Curon and Wiswick put their brilliant minds together to try to solve some mysteries, uh, starting with their trip to the Lord's uh, the Lord's library, where Wiswick utilized his bat jet to create a distraction so that Curon could slip into the darkness. And cast invisibility on himself, slip out of the library while Wiswick and the librarian were left to clean up the mess that Jet had created in knocking several books over. It was then that Curon decided he needed to find the Archdruid. It took him a little while, but he was able to find the descending staircase that led to the brig, uh, or the prisons of the manor. There he found three guards uh, one of whom he convinced to let him in to the uh, the cell um, as he went to get the uh, the Lord to ensure that he had had permission. There he found the Archdruid chained up by his arms and legs, his mouth clasped shut with an iron mask. Um, shortly after, he he convinced the guards to let his uh, his friend an uh, enemy uh, speak. Um, he was not able to get much here either, as the Archdruid provided only cryptic answers um, and threatening um, statements. Shortly after, the guards clasped the mask back on him, and Curon darted away, angry and furious at the lack of answers he got this day and, uh, and the day before. He returned to Wiswick, and they devoted the rest of their day before the... Uh, the feast that night to reading the two books that they uh, acquired from the Archdruid's temple, um, the Pallid King and the uh, history of the uh, Circle of the Ash, uh, or the, the Feywild book, um, books that they uh, acquired from the Archdruid. The rest of the party, well, <clears throat> Timber stayed with Kiron and Wiswick, but the rest of the party uh, went on a shopping spree and acquired nice new clothes for the evening's festivities, and uh, Scarlet met with an old friend, uh, a con man, uh, um, Godfrey, who attempted to sell them some uh, less than uh, useful potions um, with little fidelity. Um, shortly after, they returned to the keep, where they found their friend's heart at work. Uh, Timber was able to acquire his fancy cloak from uh, Scarlet, and it was largely a uh, housekeeping session like that. You kind of come in as Huron and Wiswick are hard at work studying their books, 
Scarlet and Timber had just returned to the manor where they were they see several servants bustling about the manor, beginning to work here and there, preparing for the feast. Um, the long hall has been uh, lit with several candles. The fires are, are being prepared for the central hearths. The tables have been lined up and uh, the manor is bustling with activity. And it's here that we will jump right in with Cal and Scarlet. So, um, wait, did we go back in? Sorry, did we go back in to see the other two? Three? Yeah, we did, right? Uh, you very briefly, I think. Um, I think you did, Cal. I think you stopped in and said said hello to them, but you didn't get much because they were working um, on right, right, their, okay. their research. So Scarlet and Timber are in the actual long hall. Cal, you are upstairs in the hallway, having uh, just spoken with um, Wizard right, and, yeah. and Kira. Uh, then, uh, uh, how much time do we have until this, this shindig kicks off? You have quite some time. You have a couple hours, really. It's 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 a little. It's the early afternoon, and this is going to be an evening feast. So, you have some time to do whatever you wish. Explore the manor. Talk with your compatriots about what your plan is for the evening. Um, it's your time is your own right now. Okay, um, I'm going to go back downstairs then, having checked in with them, and I assume delivered Wizwick his clothing. <laughs> um, I'm gonna run back upstairs <laughs> and and just check in. Um, Miss Scarlet. Oh, hello, Timber. I pet Timber. Uh, um, Timber currently what? has a cloak in his mouth. It's, he... uh, it's, that's fine with me, I think. Actually, I think that's where we left off. Is because I remember you seeing Timber just with a big cloak in his mouth. Yeah. And I remember, yeah. And I look very exasperated. I'm gonna I'm gonna take all this in and then decide to ignore it promptly. And I'm gonna. <laughs> Um, what are your plans for the rest of the day? I was just going to go relax and get ready, but do you think we should talk about our next step? Well, I did want to kind of uh, talk as a group about it, you know what I mean? Yes. Um, not that we're a group, really, for any particular reason, but um, I do think that it would be nice to get everybody's opinions on the matter, as I currently find myself without a bit of, without an occupation. And so something to... Uh, uh, Put some coin in the pocket would do well, I think. I quite agree. Shall we go find them? Yes, uh, they seem busy, but I think it, we should interrupt them. All right. I go back up the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I follow him. Easy enough. I don't. Into... Oh, nice. <laughs> right. I, I, I find a, a corner or a, an area that is very secluded. I thought we were good. <laughs> Shut down. <laughs> Bam! <laughs> Your um, dogs is, he's very temperamental. He's very temperamental. He seems very nice and I like him very much, but but it's... Uh, Normally I do too. I don't know what's gotten into him. Has he been eating okay? He never stops. Ah, well him. then, I suppose he'd be fine then. Uh, is... Anyway, <laughs> my... <laughs> My father's hounds were always moody, but that's because I assume he treated them poorly. Anyway, shall we? <laughs> and we, we go into the library, or wherever it is that they're working. Uh, up in Wiswick's room. Yeah. Gentlemen, uh, I've returned with Scarlet in tow. 
I okay. see we're all still reading. Yes, how's that going? <laughs> There's uh, always yeah. more work to do. Very true. I am sorry to interrupt, but I do think that we should all um, uh, pool our collective... Um, we should brainstorm, that's the word, on um, on uh, what our next steps are. Uh, the um, Lord did offer us a position as, as a... As a, I guess guarding his his troops or as extra hands for his yes that's the word. Um, what were your guys or what were your gentlemen's uh, feelings on that? Kiran, personally, the <laughs> serving as an escort is not my forte. However, right. the archdruid still remains a font of knowledge that I would very much like to pick the brain of. There's much at work here that I believe can help me in my own personal mission to serve my goddess. Uh, you know, I've been meaning to ask, what does that entail? I can assure you, no sacrifices of humans. That's good. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Is that pretty much the whole thing that it entails? Gnomes, um, okay, no uh, sentient life form sacrifices. Um, well, that's good. Right. So I'm just trying to acquire as much knowledge as I can to bring back to uh, my fellow Elysian elves. Oh, okay. Understood. Uh, Mr. Wiswick, what do you feel? Hmm. Well, I do like the idea. It does seem like it could get us funds and meet us like we could introduce ourselves to some important people mm. that could help us along the way but uh, like uh, Kiran said it's not really my wheelhouse I would much rather go exploring in the wilderness than go protect some nobleman somewhere okay. understood Miss Scarlet your thoughts I think we should do it I think it's a great opportunity there's coin to be had. Mm. Concise, to the point, I enjoy it. Um, uh, my vote would be to do it as well as, I mean, like I said, we don't, I guess, necessarily need to stick together, but uh, uh, I do genuinely enjoy your fr you, my friend's company, and uh, I think that it would be at least good of us, but it would behoove us to do this job together. I agree, our talents together are much better than separate. And then we and then we put our rings in the center and summon <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> um, Sean, do I find a quarter? <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, uh, so it's uh <clears throat> for you, there's a few things to think about. Um there's a lot of people bustling around, are you trying to find somewhere away from other people? Yeah. Anywhere that's just yeah, hidden. Like an alleyway. Behind a trash can, I don't know, no, barrels, barrels, that one. Hey, looking for some barrels? <laughs> barrels? Um, uh, just give me a real quick perception check. That's a 16. 16? Great. So you notice that most of the people are coming from across the hall, um, from you, where you are, from one entrance. Uh, or side uh, hallway that seems, you know, they, they're coming in and out with different supplies. It's probably the storeroom, the kitchen. So generally, I, I'd say you're just going to avoid that area um, and you're able to kind of 
you don't go upstairs to join your friends, um, but you go near the steps that are on the side of the uh, the far end, and you can kind of, you know, like a, you know, like in like a, when you're walking down the stairs in a building, there's just sort of that like inside part of the yeah. stairs. Okay, you find that space, and you're able to to pretty much be out of sight for the most part. Can I just make sure that nobody's around me, or is that entailed in the perception check? I'll say it entailed in the perception check. So it okay. seems like you are. It seems like they're working primarily in the center and far side. You probably don't have a lot of time in the space before they start gussying up the dais where the lord sits. You yeah. may want to go upstairs and find a, a quieter corner. Okay. If you really don't want to be seen. Uh. How fast does it take me to transform? Transformation is, uh, it's not super long. It's under a minute. Um, and how mo how long do you think I have until... Uh, hard to say, because anyone could really walk over here at any point. To All right, the then I'll, I'll go upstairs. <laughs> long story short, go upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> Going upstairs. There's, I, I'd say just for reference, there's like a dozen people moving best to go upstairs okay. um, when you go upstairs you hear your friends in the other room talking you go the other way you're able to find kind of a quiet corner it's not necessarily out of sight but there's not really anyone up here everyone seems to be focused downstairs um, haven't seen the lord all day um, so you're, you're unsure where he is but um, but it's you know the best corner you could find really um, slightly out of sight of the immediate uh, uh, if anyone were to walk right up the top of the stairs, you would have a moment to try to hide or something like that. Okay. Uh, I just want to hide and uh, transform, put my cloak away, and then transform back into a dog. That's literally all I'm trying <laughs> to do. <laughs> Easy enough. Um, <laughs> <you're> <laughs> no problem. So you transform out, you get the cloak into one of your uh, pockets, bags, your pockets, and um, it takes you a second to shove it in there, but uh, it, it, it gets in, and uh, easy to transform back. And then, go back and meet up with people. Folks. So at the, the end the of advantage. your... Uh, the, the advantage in Paradise Crew. Um, so at the end of your uh, conversation there, uh, at Scarlet's sort of simple comment about more coin, uh, <clears throat> Timber kind of barges in in that dog way of pushing his pushing the door open and walking in. And I pet think? him. Boy, <clears throat> do you think we should accompany the Lord on his adventure? Uh, Timber's gonna look at Scarlet. I already said yes. He's gonna look back at Kiron. I see. Well, now that the dog's got the vote, um, I say, <laughs> uh, so that we can we can reply in the affirmative this evening. I think so. Yep. Sorry, Sounds good to me. Um, I mean, it's okay. All I want is to question the Archdruid more. Well, I think he's going on this journey with us. Right. So. No, and that's yeah. what the Lord had said, so it makes sense. Right. Yes. Um. Well then, I'll leave you to your books, I suppose, and uh, 
Have a lovely day. You as well. And I'm I'm gonna leave the room. Okay. Yep, I'm gonna go back to my room too. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I don't so- know. Cal would probably go do push-ups or no. Actually, he'd do some reading. Did we get a book on languages? Uh, yeah. I mean, that should have been the book that I borrowed for the evening. Oh, um, yeah. So he's reading that. Damn. Yeah. Um, I'll just uh, go do push-up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> easy enough. Um, what's ever? What is everyone's plan right now? I know that Curon and Wiswick are probably going to spend the rest of the afternoon. Same. So there is one. Th- um, Kiron would want to. He's curious about the uh, Druidus at the mm-hmm. barracks. Um, he knows that oh, yeah. he had, you know, told the woman to come to him. But seeing as there's a good chance he's leaving tomorrow, um, his impatience may lead him to pack up his things. Mm-hmm. Or not pack up his things, but like to take a journey over to the barracks to check uh, in. You- you would definitely have time to do that if you wanted to. Um, okay, so I, yeah, so Kieran would do that uh, after you know the party leaves or the few members leaves, and Kieran thinks to himself and goes, "Actually, Wiswick, I think I will be returning to the barracks. While this reading is most insightful, questioning the druidess that we that was chained there may lead to more uh, pertinent information." Well, uh, good luck with that. I personally don't want to sit around all night uh, hanging out with sick people, so uh, you have your fun. Of course. Um, right. Sorry, I missed that last part. I was grabbing some notes. <laughs> uh, Wizwick was just, you know, making fun of me for going to a sick bay. Oh. Okay. Um, all right. So you're going to head. Wiswick's going to stay studying the books. Yep. Um, are you going to leave the Feywild book with Wiswick? Um, I was reading. I don't know. Oh, I was reading the Morseer Conflict book. Oh, that's right. And Wiswick has the Feywild and. The, yes. Uh, so I would take the Morseer Conflict book with me. Excellent. Wait, what book is Wiswick reading right now? I'm uh, reading was... three books at the same time. <laughs> Could I borrow the language one? Yeah, fine. Go ahead. Cal I'll knock on to... your door if I need it. Cal wants to learn a new language. All right, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so Kiron had the history of the Order of the Ash and the Morisir conflict. Wiswick had the Feywild and the Pallid King book. And then he also had the uh, um, the book on languages um, from uh, the library. So uh, <laughs> Cal is, is reading the language book. Okay. These are important things to take note of. They are. <laughs> I expect like a full like 100, 200 page write I really hate the corner I'm pushing myself into where I just have like seven books that I need to write now. <laughs> I mean, no, just pull the Skyrim. Well, no, okay. you could just, as time goes on, if I keep reading, just add new languages to, to what I can speak. I did the same thing as last session. Sorry, guys, I got to plug my laptop in. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. So anyway, welcome to the stream. We're Advantage in Paradise. Um, five people. Uh, I like uh, walks on the beach and bricks. I'm a big oh, fan of oh, bricks. Oh, Tim, do you like traveling too? 
Oh no, I love traveling and, and I could quote the entire office and that's a personality right there. Sorry. I've don't got forget about hiking. Got oh yeah, don't here. forget about hiking. <laughs> and dogs. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. All right. I love dogs. If you dogs. don't like dogs, you could get out. Sorry. <laughs> right. I swiped right for your dog. Sorry, oh yeah. dear. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so Kiron's going to the barracks to check on the Druidus. Wizwick's going to continue studying. Cal's going to study language book. Timber and Scarlet, what are you doing? I was just going to go back to my room and get lost in thought. I'm going to follow her. <laughs> All right, you guys are resters, for sure. I'm just going to watch this paint dry. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so Scarlet is legitimately deep in thought as she watches paint dry. But uh, <laughs> no, um, no problem. Is there anything you two would like to do in that room during? Because this is like, you guys have like a good like four hours. Oh yeah, uh, Timber's good transform into a humanoid and put his cloak on <laughs> okay is this just to to throw it in her face that you yeah. got the cloak <laughs> looks That's nice great. right lovely you could have said please boy how do you feel about this mission hmm well, what are we doing? What is our goal? We're escorting the Archdruid to Meduin. No. What is our goal? Oh. I don't know. We don't really have one at the moment. I mean, I'm still looking for that man with the bones on his face, but no luck. About you. Considering my situation, I can't really ask around. So. Are there questions you'd like me to ask? Mm -hmm. No. Keep an eye out. For what? I don't know. People. Fine. Let me know. Kick me. I don't know. It's very helpful, thank you. Are we good? Uh huh? Yeah. You keep going off in places and... That moon man. Interesting. Quite. He's a... God. Very interesting. That's it. Oh, can I have my scarf? Sure. I'll reach into the bag and pull out the scarf. Uh, can you describe what the scarf looks like again? It's just a black scarf. It was just a black scarf. <laughs> <laughs> I, to be honest with you, needed that for myself. <laughs> so, it doesn't matter right now for because only Scarlet can see it. But he's got this. Is, he's just completely uh, naked man with a, a sort of straps, like sort of like a bandolier straps with uh, pouches on it and a very ostentatious uh, violet cloak with beautiful trim and nice fur inlay and a black, um, a black scarf wrapped around his neck. What did you get me this? Just do a fancy. You asked for a scarf. 
No, the spell. cloak. The cloak. Oh, and look, we're going to match. I've got one too. Oh. Quincy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Maybe a cow can make me pants. I heard he's a tailor. I know he's looking for work. That would give him something to do. Maybe you can. <laughs> Cal is a couple hours enough time to make pants. <laughs> uh, we could roll. For <laughs> hey, can you make my dog some pants, <laughs> please? Yeah, that go like that dog pants. No, no, human pants. <laughs> for my dog. It's like, it's like that meme. How would dogs wear pants? Would they wear like yeah, right? Dogs? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going um, to rest up. I transform back into a dog and a wolf. I keep saying dog because you guys always call me dog. <laughs> Do a wolf and curl up in a ball and wait for the next. I don't know. Okay. Um, just let me know. I'm going to jump to Kiran now. Just let me know if there's anything you all want to do um, during these four hours. Um, you know, anything really, if there's anything that comes up in your mind. But I'm going to jump into Kiran uh, right now. So, Kiran, you step out into the crisp air of the afternoon. It's a um, very overcast day. Um, it's the last day of the festivities, but it's pretty much the commoner festival is over. So there's a lot of cleanup happening. Um, very post-music festival, broken down tents and stuff like that that the, uh, the common folk are starting to clean up in their their, um, their areas. You see there's carts getting ready to leave, um, especially as you walk towards the uh, circle of the uh, market to go to the barracks. When you get there, it's fairly destitute. There's very small patches of families. Um, most of the carts that you noticed the last few days are gone. Um, there's just a few carts left that are packing up uh, to leave. Um, you do notice on the far side of the courtyard, um, there's a, a familiar cart, um, where you see, um, the men who brought you down with, uh, with, um, with Cal, um, the Sibian fur traders. They're packing up their cart. They seem to have been sort of selling the last of their wares in um, in town bef as people were leaving before departing themselves. But sort of, yeah, you see um, all of them. You see Rolos there, you see Toyston, you see Lem, you see, uh, you see Stellan, you see oh Captain Guth Guthred, Guthard. Uh, so the whole gang's there, um, <laughs> except for you and your, your friends. But you've got something on your mind. I imagine you're just gonna move forward to the. Uh, oh yeah, place. probably won't even wave. Do that like yeah. awkward, like you kind of look, hope you didn't make eye contact with anyone, and just go. Oh, you'd get 100% have some very awkward eye contact with um, with uh, Stellan, who is who looks like he's still in pretty bad shape because the last time you saw him, he was like covered in wounds from mm. the Valverine fight. Uh, for those of you who weren't there, it's kind of an inside thing, but. Uh... <laughs> Um, but, you know, you see Stellan is on a crutch, um, kind of uh, Rolo is helping him onto the carts. They're, they're clearly getting ready to leave, so you probably won't get a chance to see them. Um, but you do make a little bit of awkward eye contact. 
right before you head towards the barracks, you do get a quick nod from Captain Guthred. I'll do um, like a little like, hey, how's it going? And just kind of make straight into the barracks. Mm -hmm. Like almost like I'm too cool, not too cool for them, but like clearly like here I am going to the barracks and I just showed yeah. up and it's they're probably like, wait, what the fuck is that guy doing? Yeah, I you're mean, walking. Frick? Excuse you're, me. <laughs> you're walking with confidence and to the rest of your knowledge, they just assume that you're bailing Cal out or something. Like that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> except they knew Cal is a good old boy, so they just th they think you're bailing out Wizwick probably. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that makes a little more sense. But um, easy enough. The guards don't even stop you at this point. They're pretty used to you all barging in. Um, <laughs> uh, when you step inside, once again, you notice in the um, the courtyard those bodies are still there, um, and you see there's um, you actually see. Um, uh, MacLear is over the bodies right now. Kind of, you see him sort of lifting, um, lifting the uh, the sheets, and you see he's just sort of looking up to the two, and he's, they're just sort of having. A, a, you can't really hear what they're saying, but they're those bodies are still there. Those two bodies. Um, with a passive perception of seventeen, might I be able to overhear what they're saying? Uh, with a active perception roll, you can try okay. to overhear them. Twenty-five. You catch a few words. <laughs> I thought so. Uh, freaking Twilight Domain. Hey, you're the one. <laughs> well, it's not even the Twilight. That's your yeah. own thing for... Uh, I know. SNLs. It's like it's like when I made them and then you chose them, I was so excited. And I was like, oh, they are so good at perception. <laughs> but anyway, easy, easy enough to kind of overhear a little bit of their conversation. You hear um, McLear's just sort of after he looks up his... You said this happened. When did this happen? Right after, right after they died? No, sir. No. They were fine yesterday. Just started to smell a bit, but today they started sprouting. I'm not sure what it is, but I think we should get rid of them soon. At the at hearing the sprouting part, Kiron would immediately turn away from the stairs up to the med sick bay and walk mm -hmm. over um and go i'm sorry uh sergeant um did you say something about sprouting mcclear looks up to you and drops drops the uh <clears throat> the uh blanket and so he stands up and kind of grabs his his two daggers that are on his hauberk he's still in that same like leather garb that he was in the attack he seems to have found a bit of a niche in how he likes to uh present himself now he's oh kuron didn't think that your lot would be coming here again. Uh, yeah, you see, uh, we've got these two dead prisoners. Uh, shouldn't really be talking to you about this, but uh, private guard business, but seeing as we fought together at this point, um, we were planning on preserving the corpses and bringing them a presentation to the, the king of the wickedness of these druids, but before we could get to it, they seem to have been sprouting some what appear to be fungal and fungal growths and other unsavory rot 
with only a day, within a day of death, less than a day, really. I would be very careful. Uh, Kieran wants to like bend down and look at the face of one of the uh, dead bodies. Yeah, and and, and McLeary sort of bends down with you, kind of trusting you, and, and sort of where the grimace helps you lift the. It's a very, they're very heavy blankets. They're meant to okay. really keep these things um, underneath. What you see is, um, which I guess you, you this was only only. Uh, or did you did you go down and talk to the uh, the two druids? Or was that just that was just uh, Scarlet and? Um, yeah, I never went into the dungeon. Yeah. I get confused when uh, Timber actually talks to, to NPCs. I'm like, who who said that? And I was like, oh, it was Timber. <laughs> he was a human for that point. <laughs> but uh, um, anyway, um, what you see is this very um, like similar to what you saw in the basement of the right that's that's what i was going for do they look like they're but not as far gone but not as far gone there's no the growths of the fungal growths are really just sort of like peeking out of like little fissures in the flesh you see little mushroom caps long stalks with spory ends they're they're very dehydrated though like the faces look sunken in um their bald head um sort of uh uh dark uh, tattoo around the eyes of um, dark blue tattoo around the eyes that's also scarred coming down over the eyes as well. Um, very clearly druids of uh, the archdruids circle. Um, but uh, certainly as McLear said, they expired probably less than 24 hours ago or were killed less than 24 hours ago. You do notice they have deep gashes in their necks as if their throats were slit, or at least this one's throat. You see that, and you see coming out of the gash just sort of these mushroom stalks um, that are a pale yellow uh, color. And every now and then you sort of just see little spores. Um, Sergeant, I cannot be certain. However, these bodies are exhibiting similar um, symptoms to the fungus zombies we found in the archdruids uh in the temple of the ash keeper um uh, I, this is only a guest but given m- more time uh the bodies will reanimate um controlled by some force i'm not sure and the spores they release will uh poison you and will, might have similar effects to like you know the, the the spores will kill you and then you'll turn into a zombie is what I'm trying to say. Um, Mac- I'm just imagining as you're saying this because I haven't interrupted you. McLear's like zombies. <laughs> Were you not made aware of the mushroom zombies we found in the uh, Temple of the Ash Keeper? Afraid not, Huron. Uh, oh. uh, was not made aware. Uh, These bodies are very dangerous. I suggest burning them. Um, Burning. Unless you wish to use them as evidence first. Um, but this should be made aware to the captain, to the lord, and I think there may be a good chance that these spores have already infected everyone in the in the town, and now whenever any, anyone dies in town, they'll turn into everyone in, and everyone in the town. Now, this is just worst-case scenarios. Um, <laughs> however, it does seem that only the druids are being affected at this point, so it may just be something linking them with the mushroom zombie plague. Kiron, 
You said yeah. you saw these zombies. Correct. What are we looking for? I'm sorry? What are, what are we looking for? If we see, like, I understand you're saying these have early symptoms, but what are we dealing with here? No, I, I, I sorry, I need to turn up my headset. Which... Oh, no. Hold on. <laughs> he said, I'll, I'll say it again. He just says, Kiron, you've saw these zombies. What, what are we dealing with here? Um, fungus zombies. I, I, I apologize. I'm not quite sure how else to put it. They were locked up in a cell when we found them, and they, one of them at the door was literally trying to push its face through the uh, door uh, window um, to the point where it was causing physical damage to itself in an attempt to get at me. They're feral, then. Oh, yes, very much call, so. Call me ignorant of the... Uh ignorant of the supernatural arts, but I've, I've never encountered a zombie patrolling town. Well, I believe there's thing. still some down in the uh, Temple of the Ashkeeper, if you'd like to see. I think I'll deal with these two for now. Right. From based on your descriptions of their lack of concern for their own well-being and attacking. I'll speak to the captain right away about these corpses. I thank you for your wisdom, Kiron. Of course. Um, have you been up in the sick bay recently? Do you know if the druidess that was brought in made any more of recovery? Oh, uh, I uh, checked in this morning, and uh, they said whatever you did for the, uh, the druidess truly, truly helped her and sped up her recovery. Uh, she's awake and walking. She's uh, she should be up there. Very good, then. I'll leave you to your business. Um, happy, always happy to see you, McClear. Kieran gets up and walks off. You see, uh, as you're walking away, McClear says, keep these fucking blankets on these corpses until I get back. Put some stones on this, for Christ's sake, Christ. For Everflame's sake. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, it's just, uh, yeah. it's hard not to say Christ when you're talking about the Everflame. Uh, <laughs> the Church of the Everflame. I do it all the time. My initial reaction to everything is, Jesus! And it doesn't work. <laughs> it's almost like I should change the Everflames yeah. to Jesus Christ. Yeah. No, no. Jesus, Jesus Flame. Just make it like Zesus or something, whatever. Yeah, Zesus, the Everflame. Zesus Christ, the Everflame. No. Jesus Christ. Nope, nope, nope. It's Jesus Zendari Christ. the Everflame. Zendari the Everflame. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> McClear is, you do notice immediately tension in the courtyard as you step away to go back to where you already know the infirmary is and McClear walks off um, somewhat actually uh, walking with you for a moment um, sort of gives you a nod as you split off from him um, when you get up to the the uh, infirmary ward easy enough to walk in there are two guards at the door but they are um, they easily do not bother you when you step inside uh, you notice the beds are still full of uh, injured soldiers you know the night prior they were actively injured and sort of being wended to. Now they're all sort of in a, either within a, 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 a sleeping or sort of awake and talking with visitors and whatnot. See on the far right, the assassin still sort of comatose laying there. Um, and then you see on the far left, um, Wyla, the druidess. Uh, she's actually uh, 
on a crutch right now, sort of uh, taking a few steps, kind of recovering, but very much awake, much livelier than you saw the, the evening prior. Seemingly your magic really sped up any sort of recovery time that she had. That's Kieran's magic. Well, I guess it's really Ilavanya's magic that flows through Kieran. Um, There's the cleric. <laughs> <laughs> that aside, uh, Kieran approaches her and goes, Ah, Judas, it's good to see you up and about. How are you feeling? Uh, <clears throat> so you see she sort of like stumbles a little bit, but uh, the the same older woman who's, who you saw the night before is kind of helping her stay up. And she's like, oh, uh, uh, forgive me. I uh, only only barely remember our conversation. Um, who are you again? You may call me Curon. Um, I have an uh, invested interest in what was going on in your Temple of the Ashkeeper and was hoping I could get a little more information from You see, like, as she's she's sort of turning and, and, and kind of coming a little closer to you, the uh, the, the uh, mender is sort of keeping a hand on her, her torso, just holding her up. She turns to you. Oh, forgive me, Kiron. I do not remember much, but I can perhaps answer some of your questions better today. Of course, of course, it, you were quite injured. Um, well, I think my first order of business, given what I just saw downstairs, were you aware of the Archdruid um, conducting experiments involving fungus, uh, zombification, um, undead, necromancy? It's... <clears throat> It is hard to remember all of uh, what was going on. I was a new member of this circle, came into town, well, I guess, I guess it's a year now, but uh, as you can see, I'm not from here. She points to her sort of very, very bright orange eyes and the pointed ears and the... Uh, Neither am I. <laughs> um, <clears throat> very clearly, especially you having sort of known elven history, that she is half Gwyn um, and half human, um, likely half Undurian and half Gwyn. Um, and she's just sort of. Uh, I was kept under constant guard. I only really spoke. I really only spoke with the Archdruid himself. But when I was free to roam, I knew there was some experimentation happening upstairs in the Archdruid's quarters. What it was, we did not know. Uh, all we knew is he was exploring new druidic magics. Something pulling new magic from the Fey. Fey world. I did not know he was experimenting on our own people. Though I suspected when he started to... He imprisoned me for expressing... Expressing discontent with our direction. 
You expressed discontent. Now, I had asked you about this the other day, and you weren't quite clear on it. But when I went into the cell you were kept in, there was various carvings drawn in pictures and words that pointed to one with a pallid mask. Um, Kiran, just real quick, just for the like brief time that you were studying with Fezzik, could you just give me a quick arcana check based on the brief readings you were doing with Fezzik to see how much you gained from that reading? From, wait, what was I reading? Uh, just from the very brief amount of time that you and Wiswick were studying before you were interrupted. Oh, okay. Um, Arcana. That's a four. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, all you really remember from that conversation is is, is basics that uh, Wiswick said about, because he told you a little bit about what he discerns from the Feywild book. He noticed mm. the chapter on the the Feywild graying, and that it is mostly just um, the Font Mother wandering, protecting the corpse of uh, the Ash Keeper, which is a giant ash tree. Right. <clears throat> but she sort of, she looks at you very pained as you say, um, you mentioned this, the prison cell. She just sort of looks up. She, her other hand, she just sort of rubs her brow as the, uh, the medic is keeping her up. Those carvings, I do not recall. I don't remember carving them. I remember he read to me from a book each night. Twisted, terrible sounding language, violent sounding. And all I remember is the words, pallid mask. And occasionally, <clears throat> Occasionally he would talk about uh, his visions. He always said he would see a he would see a mask made of ash bark that would speak to him in the night. He said it was the ash keeper whispering to him. I. I believed him at first. It's why I came here. I had heard of a druid with interest in the Feywild. Reconnecting deeper with it. But I realized too soon that he was Zealotus, when it came to the Ashkeeper. She sort of runs a finger over the blue tattoo on her forehead. That tattoo, did he give it to you? No. No, I got this in my home temple. The temple to the Ashkeeper? No. Yashkeeper, you see, as you may know, Yashkeeper, he's dead. And we honor him. What power we may gain from him that is left, and what blessings he left to the world when he sacrificed himself. But he's dead. Font Mother, 
she lives. And we honor her in her constant vigilance over the Ashkeeper's Court. Now these, these I received in my hometown, my home village, when I chose this life. This is the symbol of the Font Mother. I came here to bring this message to the people of Tresex, binding ourselves to dead gods. It's dangerous. We honor them. And she nods to you, sort of culturally understanding the Elysians. But we must look to the future for our people and our faith. I see your point, but an alternative would be to bring back that which has died. We can resurrect mortals. I see no reason why one could not resurrect the immortal. She sort of, and like, you can see, like she sits back down at this point, like kind of keeping herself up has been a strain. And the, the medic kind of lets her down and immediately grabs some water to give to her. And she sort of gozzles it quickly and coughs a little. <coughs> In that regard, you sound like him. He said the same thing. I believe maybe this power exists, the resurrected God, but we should live with the gods we have and build a better future. Well, so what if the dead gods aren't totally dead? If they reach out to us from the beyond, wherever, whatever that may be. She, for, she leans back and sort of gets back into the bed. I may be wrong. Kiran, I may be wrong. But how do you know it is your god? I find it hard to uh, Oh, believe. when she says that, sorry. When yeah, she says that, ahead. how do you know it's your god? He stands up and just like, like a look of like, surprise um, and like, almost like, not total betrayal, but just like, it's like, wait a minute. Um, and he goes, the Archdruid, when he spoke of the Ash Mask, did it ever say anything to him? that he relayed to you besides bringing it back which I think you told me the only thing I remember is he said that the mask spoke of a gnawing biting ripping something was torturing it 
the mask. That's all. Pale mask of Ashbach. No discernible features, just two black eyes. You spoke to him in the night. I... And she's sort of like leaning back to go back to sleep. I may be wrong, Huron. But it's hard to trust the voices and the signs these days. I seek out the font mother's voice all the time. Sometimes I just hear the wind. If I heard her voice, don't know what I would do for her. Um, at this, Curon would reach down and touch her, mm-hmm. and um, I, he's going, so like she's clearly like not feeling so great, so like. Mm-hmm. Would casting cure wounds do anything? It's more, it's not like, you know, it's more to be like, hey, like, feel better. Like, thanks for giving me this information. I'll do what I can. For I would say based on the evidence of her condition today, which is significantly better than when you first saw her when she was talking like this. Right. Um, <laughs> the cure wounds, while not in the traditional sense of game mechanics, seem to have a significant effect on her recovery rate. Okay. So he's going to cast Cure Wounds again at first level. I don't know mm-hmm. if you want me to make a roll for it or not. Uh, no, you don't need to. Yeah. Um, and with that, he would say, um, if she was truly dead, could I heal you like this with her magic? And you sort of see the, the light starts at the leg and then moves up through and sort of, like, her veins light up as it comes up. And she's sort of... And she takes a deep breath, clearly, like before our breathing was hard. <sighs> and she makes eye contact with you, and her skin looks much healthier. There's much more color in her her flesh. Um, you know, she's she's got that you know bronze skin, and it looks very lively. And her eyes almost light up a little. Uh, like li- literally almost light up little the, the orange coloring of her pupils or her um, irises and she just sort of like I said like I said part of being druid a priest seer, shaman, is faith. Our power comes from faith. So I do not know where that power comes from. I hope, I really do, it is your goddess. And I am likely wrong to presume it is not. The arch druid commanded both beautiful 
and terrible power. And perhaps it is the Ashkeeper. That is a terrible thought in of itself. I hope I am wrong, Kira, for your sake. And I will help you any way I can while you are here in finding this knowledge you seek. Uh, turning to go, Kiran would say, Well, it would appear I won't be here much longer. I will be accompanying the Lord to take the Archdruid to the local king for, I guess, justice. I am not one for executions. He's done terrible things. Perhaps I will see you again before you leave. If you're feeling up for it, there is a feast tonight. I'm not sure if I'm allowed a plus one, but tell them you know me if you're interested. It's at that point that the older woman who tends, who's been tending to her just sort of chimes his I'll have you know that the young Judas Weiler here has been formally invited, if she is well-to-do, to be honored amongst the rest of you as a survivor of the Archdruid's terrible crimes. The Lord Harrison has a lot of interest in our young friend here, and the brutalities that she endured at the hands of those monsters. So you see Wyla's kind of like leans back and closes her eyes and smirks a little, just sort of at the over-the-topness of this woman. Um, yes. Well, thank you, kind old lady. Wise beyond your years. Um, she grimaces at you. A lovely face. And a lo- well then, until next time. And Kiran walks out. Sort of, Wyla maintains her closed eyes. You re- recognize, likely, as some sort of meditation as uh, the old woman begins to tend to the other patients, and you step out easily enough. When you're walking back down the stairs um, and you pass the courtyard, you see in the middle of the courtyard a, uh, a large bonfire in the middle of the courtyard, as you see. You pass two guards are throwing wood onto the bonfire, and you see the two figures of the corpses within it. And the clear just gives, makes eye contact with you and just. Kion would pause for one moment to look, not saying anything, and then continue on his way out. Easy enough. And would you like to head back to the manor? Uh, yes. Yep. Yeah, we'll head. Kion will head back to. I don't know reflect on his conversations absolutely um so G- i imagine you'll go back you'll take a moment for to yourself before returning to anyone else correct yep okay easy enough burning some potential fungal zombies potentially avoiding future conflicts uh <laughs> yeah, good for something good for something uh during this time is there anything anyone else would like to do in their private area 
uh, timber. Um, I would like to get up and go for a walk. Okay. <laughs> um, looking for a even more secluded area that looks that seems to maybe I can be secluded for like an hour or so. Okay. So I spend some time to do that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, give me a quick investigation check. Sure. We'll find a spot. Scarlet, do you do anything when you see uh, Timber walk out of the room? Uh, just... <laughs> or are you hurry. distracted? <laughs> Don't go far. I... Oh, it's at that point, I'll just say, there's a knock on the door, and a, um, a young man walks in. He's got very lovely blonde hair swept back. He's wearing very fine clothes. And he just comes in, he says, uh, Lady, Lady Scarlet, uh, I have been sent by uh, his lordship, uh, Harrison, to see if you wish for your hound to have a bath and a grooming. Yes, I think he would do well with one of those. We can sort of uh, <laughs> RP that aside. Uh, I imagine you'll be very difficult with them. Uh, yeah, and then and then at some point you'll be like, "All right, fine." <laughs> yeah, I imagine upon exiting your grooming, you'll find a secluded place. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so you do experience a vigorous clean down, uh, cleaning all the blood and mud out of your fur, <laughs> particularly the amount of blood that's covering your fur because you've just been uncleaned over several days of massacre uh, so you're just your fur is so bloody right now <laughs> i uh um, i also make sure to you know the thing when dogs are wet just like shake their whole body and get all the oh yeah <laughs> i make sure to do that <laughs> fairly often absolutely the um the people are just uh the the people cleaning you are just like first of all they're terrified because they're used to cleaning dogs not wolves and second of all you just are the most obstinate clients they've ever dealt with um but you do uh leave silky smooth fur uh cleanest you've ever been in your entire life as a wolf um they even put a little bandana on you Aww. <laughs> it's it's bright green um colors of the lord harrison house uh but um it's you got a nice lovely bandana around your neck <laughs> as you uh exit the um the uh the bathhouse area and uh are able to start looking for a secluded area so what was your um uh investigation check from earlier uh it was a three <laughs> <laughs> So I'll just say when they let you out of there, they kind of, because of your independent nature, they're sort of like, he'll find his way. Um, <laughs> so, but you're able to find, as far as you're concerned, I'll say with that role, you find your way down a spiral staircase into what appears to be an empty room that's fairly small and stone. It's below ground. On the far end, you see bars. And you do see maybe occasionally someone is inside there walking about, but this general room is, is fairly uh, secluded and there's no one coming in and out. 
Okay, and there's... Um... And like, the, like, even though it's secluded and that person is far away, like, I, I have... I can be in a spot where they have no visual of me. Yes, there is a blind spot. Okay. Um... I would like to transform into a humanoid first. Okay. Easy um, feel feel my, my bandana, see how the quality is first. And then um, <laughs> I would uh, let you take out a small piece of parchment I have. Yes. My, uh, and um, take out a quill and, mm -hmm. you know, jab my arm with it and, and write yep. into the parchment. And I would like to use the incense that I grabbed from the curtain and Absolutely. make a somewhat of a ritual circle. Okay. I'll describe a ritual yep. for you. Um, so no one can see this, but generally for the, the picturesque of it, uh, anyone, for those watching, um, uh, in his humanoid form, Timber is sort of curled up in the corner out of the blind spot of the guard that seems to be walking a distance away. He pulls out a, a few different um, um, reagents that he has in his bag, particularly this quill, um, which is what appears to be a, an eagle feather. Um, and the tips of the quill, the actual part that's been pulled out of the bird, is sort of augmented with um, a, a, a silver um, ink grabber that is also that is finely crafted and sharp. So uh, after he sort of pokes himself with it and is using his own blood as a um, as an ink, you see he takes in his hand a clump of the incense, puts it down, and scrapes it across into a circle, a perfect circle, and then very uh, takes just a, a finger and scrapes a little bit across the center of the circle, creating what almost looks like a half-full moon. Um, and then begins to um, write on the parchment. Um, I just confirmed for me you're doing the ritual I think you're doing. Yes, I am. Okay. So as soon as he finishes writing the parchment, um, he rolls it up and places it amongst the incense and lights it on fire with some tinder. Um, mm -hmm. The message burns up, and with it, the incense burns, sort of combining into this aromatic smoke that comes up, and he inhales it deeply. And this smoke is very dark, and somewhat violet in color. And I imagine you sort of come into a trance-like position sitting. Mm-hmm. And you wait there, breathing in your message, breathing in the air, the, the instant smoke. And for a moment, it's you hold a breath in and don't let it go for as long as you can. And nothing. You don't feel any, you feel the centeredness of the meditation, but what you're looking for, it doesn't happen. Understood. Good. That's um, cool. 
<laughs> um, I yeah, and with that, I put my quill away and um, scatter the incense. Um, yep, and then um, walk back. Scarlet's, or actually, I just walk around town. Um, around town. Yeah, I just walk around town. Um, and and you just got a bath. Yeah. Well. <laughs> well uh, have a good again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and while walking around town, just um, keep my ears up for anything that uh, that's noteworthy that it. The, generally been looking for like location of that book or yeah you know um, something passing of the important information or something suspicious going snooping. on yeah general snooping yes okay give me that uh that perception that, check that's with advantage oh right oh my god i need that advantage uh that is a 23 the first one was a one <laughs> <laughs> oh well, good thing <laughs> um so every now and then in town, you hear the occasional whispers about what happened. You know, it's not something that was easy to keep in uh, the day after. Like there's people whispering about, oh, the Archdruid's been uh, arrested all here under some suspicions for the murders. Oh, who do you think's going to replace him? You know, Circle needs a leader. Oh, I heard the Druids are all rotten. Sort of diff these different sort of rumors and then you know you occasionally hear like i uh, lord harrison is up to something his is all his plot um nothing about specifics about the guards actual going anything relating to the book but a lot of muttering in town regarding the political conflict and how this for a lot of townsfolk this feels strange like uneasy this supplanting of the archdruid um, although you occasionally do hear people say, oh, I think he did it. You know, he was an unsavory one. Always wearing that mask around with the pale yellow cloak. He was, you know, I knew him when he was a boy. Never that creepy when he was young. But uh, lots of slaughter of cattle and other livestock really got into the rituals in the later days. Not my cup of tea. I prefer to just pray by my own little idols and not bring my chickens into the lot. Uh, so a lot of just peasant commoner rumor. Ah, uh, yes. Peasant banter. Peasant banter. I mean, there's not a lot of folk around. So it's really only the people who live in Maginsa, which, as I've said before, is very small population. It's mostly a pilgrimage site. It's like a tourist town. It is a. It is essentially a medieval tourist town. I came to see the big, the big stones. It's <laughs> the mecca. Of... I mean, yeah. For a good comparison, in a smaller scale, it's like the mecca for those who worship in. It's like Medina. Those who worship. Yeah. <laughs> those who worship the font uh, mother and the ash keeper. Font my mother. <laughs> uh do you what do you want to do timber do you wanna... oh no i'm i'm i will just continue moseying and then eventually make my way back to garlet's room okay 
Scarlet Timber comes back from his bath much longer, uh, much longer than he thought it would take. And he is, he's wearing a very fun green bandana, but his paws are soaked in mud. And although he looks well brushed, he looks very dirty, but no blood. There's no more blood on him. Well, don't you look almost dashing? Why did you get your feet so dirty? Uh, at that point, I, uh, I, put, I don't jump on the bed, but I put both paws in the bed. <laughs> and then I look no. at Scarlet. <laughs> Ridiculous. 50% of this campaign is going to be uh, just like dog simulator. Like yeah. dog simulator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Wizwick. Uh, yeah, uh, I would like to have put on my uh, new garb but I've skipped the hat, and instead I'm wearing my own hat. I don't uh, think I bought you a hat. I think I think I assumed I thought I had, and I assumed you would use your same hat. <laughs> I did not oh, buy a okay. hat for Wizard. Yeah, he did buy the hat separately. <laughs> and I have a question because I'm not sure if I remember uh, when I was back in the Archdruid's uh, room and reading through his notes. Did it mention anything about the mask, or did I learn about that in the basement? I'm not sure if I'm familiar with it. Good question. Yeah, you learned about the mask in the basement. His notes were mostly about his alchemical experiments and didn't mention as, mu as many spiritual things. So you learned about the mask in the basement. Okay, so that would be in my book that I'm currently carrying around. Correct. Okay. Uh... Just taking a look at it more when doing my studies, I decided to uh, uh, leave my room uh, a little bit before the party, maybe like by the time uh, Timber's getting back. And I'm gonna head to Scarlet's room and knock on the door. Before you do that, I just want you to give me a quick arcana check to see what during your studies you did discern. All and I'm right. Gonna, and I'm gonna give you and Kiran a little bit more outside of the game in an email. Uh, based okay. on long-term study, but just significant thing that you found right now. Uh, 21. Okay. So the most significant thing that sort of was a quick catch your eye, um, not necessarily an in-depth study, was there was a page that had the entire chapter was written in the really like visceral text that you saw that looked very runic and aggressive. And there was a symbol you saw in there that was familiar in the sense that it had the swirl, but it also had a tree-like symbol. Um, and that symbol was a uh, the top half of a familiar symbol of the Ash Keeper, which was just the, the bloomage of the tree coming up. Where ordinarily beneath it would be the same roots. Instead, had the it came down into a swirl. Sort of a fusion of the two symbols, but also like the swirl was in the amongst the roots of the tree that then comes up into its dead branches. Okay. The um, language all around it, though, is indecipherable. Sure. So, yeah, I'm going to go knock on Scarlet's door. Easy enough. I open it. Hi there. Uh, Hello. I was wondering if I can talk to you for a minute. 
About our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, so I've been doing some research, and uh, it's really hard to decipher what this book of mumbo jumbo is about. It's it's really just like complete nonsense. Like you see what I'm dealing with here. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's not pretty, but uh, I did, I can pull out some key phrases. Uh, I show her the symbol, and uh, I want to mention this mask that uh, it keeps showing up here. Mm -hmm. uh, it's kind of similar to the mask that I believe he, the Archdruid was wearing before we fought him. Oh, you're right. In, in the square, right? Yes, that, that does look very familiar. But uh, from what we looked from our loot and speaking of everyone, I, I don't know what happened to this mask. I assume that it is not in... It, it, the uh, Harrison has it, but it could be anywhere. Uh, I'm just concerned about what this type of thing... I don't know if it has any magical properties, but it doesn't look good. And I would like to maybe research it some more if we could find it. Yes, that's a good point. I don't remember seeing it either. Um, so, yeah, I, I did this really cool thing when we were out in the library. I don't know if you heard about it, but uh, we had this great sneaky mission with Curon. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah, and very I got, sneaky. Yeah, we actually learned the same spell. It's called invisibility. Ooh. I thought it would kind of interest you. Oh, for sure. So, uh, yeah, I don't know if you had anything going on, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> if you want to, if you're connecting the dots here. Am I connecting the dots? <laughs> I mean, if you want to give me an insight check to make it <laughs> based on the role, but I think you... Yeah, I think... I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Kidding. He's, I'm kidding. He's trying to make you... <laughs> yes. <something. laughs> I want to go out on a date. <laughs> an invisible date. <laughs> <laughs> the most visually interesting of all dates. <laughs> it's just... 30 seconds of a montage of cuts to nothing. <laughs> insert uh, yes. shot, insert shot, insert shot. Insert, oh, yeah. <laughs> Look I'm at all sorry. these inserts. Yeah. Oh, the park at night. <laughs> I'll tell yes, you what, Wizard. Sure. <laughs> if there's dancing at this feast, I'll save a dance for you. Oh, that's very sweet. But I was kind of joking. I definitely want you to find this mask. Okay. Alright, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll see what I can find. Are you guys trying to do something right now? How much time do we have left? So, I'd say Wiswick took a little bit of time to do some study. I'd say you have at least sort of keeping track of everyone's sort of four hours they have. You have about two more hours available, so you could do some kind of sneaky sneaks in this time, but um, it's up to, you have an hour in stealth, or a visibility lasts an hour, so you could keep the invisibility within this time frame. Okay. Let's so, do it. Um, yeah, let's give it a try. Let's do it. 
So, um, I do have two casts of the spell, so we could potentially both go together. Uh, but... You cannot. It's con oh, con right. concentration. concentration. Uh. If Kieran were there, then he could. <laughs> Unless you're a sorcerer. But... Where's Kieran? Uh... Okay, so uh, why don't I come with you? We'll see how far we can get. Maybe get a clue as to where it is. And right. when the time is right, just give me the high sign. All right. Do you have any idea where they took any of the stuff? Or are we just going to have to figure out for ourselves? Well, I believe we had a good look at where they kept all of the loot. Like, we, we looked through all that loot and I didn't see it there. So maybe Harrison has it? Or maybe it's down in the cells with the Archdruid. I know that Curon was down there, but he didn't mention it. I don't think they would keep the mask with the Archdruid if there is special powers with it. Or even just for looks. I don't think they would keep it with him. Maybe we should try and... I don't know. I don't know where they would keep it. So, I mean, you guys haven't done a pre, uh, like a thorough investigation of the manor space. Um, so you could just do a broad look for other areas. Because um, you know there's the you know there's the top floor, which has your bedrooms, the library, and and presumably other rooms that the the uh, lord uh, the lord keeps. You know there's the first floor, which has Generally, the entire first floor is the hall. Then you have the basement where the cells are. Um, but this is a whole area. Like, you could do a broad investigation check to try to find areas you haven't noticed before. Okay. So, yeah. Let's split up, find a cool place uh, that we think it might be, and then we will reconvene in a couple of minutes, I guess, back here. Sounds good to me. All right, so we do that. Checks. Oh no. I like the ding. I like that ding. Yeah, I hit some glass. It, it wasn't a good ding though. I didn't roll very well. <laughs> I got a 10. Uh, dirty 20. Dirty 20, all right. So Wizwick, you sort of are investigating around um, inside the manor. You peek into some other rooms. You see there's a study that just sort of has like a fireplace that's not lit. Um, you're surprised at how unlocked the doors are. Um, <laughs> but uh, most, for the most part, you don't find anything really new on the second floor. Scarlet, you go down below. First thing you notice is that the fest, the, uh, the hall is really decorated at this point. There's like ribbons hanging from the pillars. There's um, big stocks of wood that are set up to burn the whole night in the, the two long braziers. Um, several long tables set up. Um, you notice they're all coming out of the kitchen to bring all this stuff up. But you actually decide that dirty 20, let's peek outside. And you step outside into the cool air, of the cool early spring air, the March air of... Um, the day and you notice the same courtyard with the fountain but you notice to the side of you sort of step and kind of start walking around the, the perimeter and you notice sort of attached to the house is a uh, 
like a micro barracks, um, small barracks. It has an external entrance, but likely it's somewhere inside. There's another entrance here. Maybe it's from the, uh, the prisons, but there is an external entrance. It's a smaller attachment made of stone out on the outskirts of the long hall. Um, it might have some of the uh, belongings of the Archdruid in it. It very, it has a similar architecture to the barracks on a smaller scale. So it's definitely somewhere where the personal guards stay or keep their weaponry or it's an armory of some kind. Not 100% certain what its purpose is, but it's the only unexplored space really at this point besides locked rooms. Okay. Um, seeing that, then I'm gonna go uh, with this new information, I'm gonna go back and meet Wiswick outside my door. Easy enough. Did you find anything? So I stepped outside for a moment and I saw um, what looked like a smaller version of the barracks, which I don't think any of us have been in yet. And there was a door. I didn't see anybody uh, outside of it, but um, I don't know if there could be another entrance, maybe through the the dungeon downstairs. I don't know what you think. Hmm. There were no entrances visible? No, there were. There was one, but I don't know if there was a second one. That might be a little more um, inconspicuous. Well, uh, it's worth a shot. Better than what I came up with. Let's uh, give it a try. Okay. Okay. So we'll walk down to the basement. Okay. Uh, I would like to, like, maybe, is there any, like, party setup things going around? Like, oh, absolutely. I, I'm just going to get, like, a tray or whatever I could see in, like, a, like it, things are being tossed all over the place. Maybe it's just some party supplies. I just take something to make it look like I'm supposed to be, like, I, I'm going somewhere with something. Easy enough to do. Mm. Right idea. You, you find a... Um... Easy enough to find just sort of like a silver tray that someone left down that you're just sort of hoarding under your arm. Okay, great. Very smart. Give me a, a just a quick sleight of hand for that. <laughs> okay. Just as there are a lot of people bustling around. I did that one for you, uh, <laughs> uh, Alex. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I got another 10. This <laughs> is not meant to be super hard, so easy enough to grab uh sort of like do that i imagine scarlet's walking very casually and your wizard just sort of does <laughs> a quick a quick slip someone puts a silver pl tra uh, platter down and just under the arm and just sort of looking around as if you're meant to be carrying it down to the lower levels um okay so you guys are uh so i would like you to either one of you with advantage or one of you with, um, or both of you do an investigation check just to find the lower level. Because uh, you haven't been down that way yet. Uh, I'd like to roll. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's give it to me as well. <laughs> All right, so I rolled once and I got a 21, so. All right, that's, know, that's, good that's, enough, that's sufficient. So it doesn't take you as long as it could. Um, so you, you know, you have a two hour period. So, you know, you took a little bit of time to look around outside. You're taking a little bit of time to find it. Not as much as uh, uh, 
you've done everything pretty efficiently at this point. Um, so it's only really been like 15, 20 minutes. Um, you find sort of the stairway that leads down the spiral. Um, as you're stepping down it, um, or would you like to go down it? And would you like to stealth or anything like that? Do you think this would be a good time to go invisible or should we wait till we downstairs? Hmm. But we do have time. It doesn't take much time to search a place. Why don't I, I cast it now before anybody can hear us and I'll head down f uh, first and you follow behind me invisible. All right. All right, we do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're both invisible or just uh, Scarlet's invisible? Just Scarlet. Okay. And are you walking down stealthily or just in your just your casual pace? I would say, uh, yeah, I guess I could go stealth. Okay. I'm not trying to look stealthy, like I'm not hugging against the yeah. wall or anything like that. I'm just trying <laughs> to be quiet. No problem. No problem. Uh, give me a stealth check, um, Anna. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm gonna need like a like. Like a douchebag jar on, on uh, <laughs> New Girl for yeah. every time I say Enna or Kiro for the other campaign. Yeah. You said Fezzik earlier. Yeah. I know I you did. You did. <laughs> the two gnomish yep. spellcasters are named Wizwick and Fezzik in my two campaigns. And I yep. just, it's so. <laughs> I love it. Right. Um, anyway. Can I get advantage because I'm invisible? Correct. I got a 22. Oh, you are the quietest little, little buddy. <laughs> 21 alright yeah you guys come down pretty quietly um <clears throat> I will say for the sake of sort of the amount of time this is all happening um cause it's all happening within the sort of like Timber was doing his thing at the same time you were doing your thing and so on that you, before you reach these stairs you did notice Timber walk up them Oh wait, no, because Timber, you talked to her, so never mind. Doesn't matter. You don't. You could retcon that if you want. <laughs> oh yeah, Kira's coming back too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah you, can, you, can you can you can you can that because uh, or Scarlet being in the room because Clayton didn't express what he wanted to do. True. True. So I'm gonna say retcon wise, uh, especially because there was you pretty much just saw each other and said, you're dirty. Um, <laughs> you, you didn't see um, Timber earlier, but you do notice Timber coming up from the steps at this point. Um, you're far away. He's walking. You're not going to be interacting in a way, but you just for both your reference, you both saw Timber come up the steps from this, uh, this lower area. Okay, so as you're stealthing down, you get to the base and you're in a small chamber. There's no one in there. Um, it's, uh, there's one table, um, and it, it's, uh, leads back towards a single barred door on the opposite end, where you could just notice someone walking back and forth in there. Um, are we able to go left or right? Is there passages? There's not passages. It's one room and then a barred door. Uh, I'm gonna walk up to the person. Uh, well, like, can I see the person? Like, do I know if it's a guard or not? You presume it's a guard, the way they're patrolling back and forth. It's mostly a silhouette behind torchlight. 
Um, but they're, they look like a guard. You know it's a guard. What do, are they guarding anything in specific, or is it just an empty room? You're not sure at this point. Okay. Uh, I cast sleep on the guard. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. We'll, uh, we'll so, make it a level two spell. So sleep is an area, right? Yes, it is. Okay. So how big of an area is it? 20 feet. 20 feet. Okay. And remind me of how sleep works. It's a, you roll a certain amount of dice and it's a hit point thing, right? Yes. I roll 5d8. At level two, I add an extra 2d8. So it's 7d8 at this point. Wow. If the combined number is higher than the target's HP, it goes to bed. If okay. there are multiple targets, the one with the lower HP gets put to sleep first. And okay. then you subtract that total, and then whatever's left over, you uh, make fall asleep. All right, roll your, D your D8s. All right, so that's seven. Wow. That's a lot of dice. That's a lot of D8s. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, here we go. Time for math. <laughs> Count along with me. Uh, 10, 19, uh, 22, 23, 25. 25. Perfect amount of numbers. <laughs> oh, no. um, I don't know if that's a good perfect or a bad perfect. I don't either. Um, <laughs> so you see the torchlight in there. Um, the torchlight's constant. It's clearly sconces in the walls. He's not carrying a torch. But as soon as you cast it, you kind of like Scarlet. I imagine you're kind of like peeking around the corner. Wizwick, you get as close as you can without being noticed and mutter a few arcane words, trace the sigils in the air. You use whatever the uh, reagents are and suddenly you hear, <laughs> as, as you just see, the, the guard completely collapses down. And as far as you can tell, there's no other movement in there. You hear briefly the sound of chains wrangling for a second. But after a moment, no sound, and then just... <laughs> what would you like to do? Uh... I kind of look back at the empty air and I just make a good, like a, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I head forward towards the person I just put to sleep. Okay, so there is the bar door between you. Is it, it is locked? locked? It is locked. Uh, I'm so pick that lock. Picking the lock will break you out of uh, invisibility. Oh. Could I Dang give it. my tools to him and have him do it? Arguably, yes. He's not proficient, so he won't be able to add his proficiency bonus. Unless, are you proficient in thieves' tools? No. I, and given the circumstance, I might even say he has disadvantage because he's you're just handing him like a lock pick and being like, pick the lock. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's floating in midair. Uh, does it get rid of the invisibility? Because the spell says attacks or casts a spell. So... That's a good question. Um, so let me uh, just real quick, just want to take it because I I envision uh, 
using thieves tools is an action. Yeah, no. Right. You, yeah, sorry. Yeah, you right. you wouldn't you wouldn't the back seat. <laughs> you wouldn't what? lose it. I, I mean, Scarlet. It's it's for Scarlet. If Scarlet attacks or casts a spell, then she. Um, yeah, but the question is if. Oh, if you, you use the tools. Yeah, oh, okay. For some reason, I thought yeah, it's not. It's not about because it's um. But those other talking about Wizwick, and I was like, no. <laughs> oh no! If Wizwick yes. did it, it wouldn't matter. But yeah. It's, um, it's a matter of if it's considered an action. Hmm. I mean, it specifically says attacks or casts a spell. It says nothing about actions. How you want to interpret that as a DM is up to you. Yeah. Because it's your game. So. What say you, God? Lord. I would say. Rules is written. You maintain your invisibility. That's wrong. <laughs> thank you, merciful DM. <laughs> yes, thank you. Just shower yourselves in my mercy. <laughs> but, um, rules is written. You're good to maintain your, um, your, your stealth. Although I will say you do have, there is a floating set of lockpicks. Uh, technically, the spell turns everything the person is wearing and carrying invisible. According to. <laughs> this is the best part of D and D. Let's nitpick over the rules. Yep. Anything the target is carrying, wearing, or carrying is invisible as long as it is on the target's person. But I imagine. I've elected to know no rules, and therefore it always works out. Because it's like, eh, I'll say, work, right? I'll say you're fine. Go. We'll <laughs> <laughs> check. Before well, we sit here and have a, a rules lawyering session. Yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you need me to roll? Uh, so that is a dexterity roll uh -huh. with your proficiency bonus and your dexterity modifier. Got it. How about I just check the guard for some keys? He's, he's, past the bars. he's, he's, he's past the bars. He's inside. He's past the bars. He's inside. It's fine. I got a natural twenty, so it's kind of six. Woo! Okay. Well, <laughs> the door disappeared. No. <laughs> After all this conversation. Um, so yeah, easy enough. Done this before. Simple locks. Nothing uh, complicated. Door opens. You weave in very stealthily. Pull it back slowly so the creaking is minimal. And you guys have uh, your entryway. And you have maintained your invisibility. Alright, now I check the guard for keys. <laughs> uh, so you do find a, a ring of keys that has three keys on it. Uh, okay, I take it. Easy enough. Alright, are there passageways in here? Left, right, or the back? The second you step inside, you notice a few things. Okay. Right away. It's very similar to the prison in the barracks basement that you were in, Anna. Mm -hmm. Scarlet, dollar in the douchebag jar. <laughs> um, central cage, figure. You see the archdruid. Mm. He is chained up. He is awake and staring, eyes bulged forward because he just saw a guard collapse down. And he's just, his mouth clasped with an iron mask. Arms chained up, he's on his knees, legs clasped together, and he's just staring at the both of you with the widest eyes, almost bulging out like you can see the veins. And he's just 
Can he see me? Oh, he sees. Oh, he can't see you, as far as you know. But he can see Wiswick for sure. Um, there are cages to your left and cages to your right that are empty. Past him, the his cage literally goes like this against the wall, to the to the right, or my right, your left. No, you're right when you're walking in. There is a stairway that leads up behind a um, its own bars. Okay. Um, I'm going to stealthily make my way over to that door. Okay. Quietly. I'm going to let her do that. In the meantime, I'm going to take those keys and I'm going to look quite frightened at the Archmaester uh, Druid. And then, yeah, I almost said Maester. Uh, <laughs> uh, nice change you got there. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to pull down my pants and moon him. Ilivanya, <laughs> Ilivanya. I, I, I am writing that shit down. <laughs> Wiz with moons. <laughs> Moon's the current villain. <laughs> um, you see as you moon him, you hear the rattle of chains and you turn around, you do see sort of the very little expression you can see beyond the iron mask. It's just the cheeks coming up in a in a grin. Huh? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> um, you said I there's another... I and continue forward. <laughs> as, and I imagine as you get close to his cage, he's just sort of like... <laughs> And it's sort of like, it is frightening because he does look wild. He's got the that pale blonde gray hair all s- stretched back. It's got that like that sweaty bald look of just like, oh, like this man has very thin hair, but he has a full length hair coming back. So it's really gross looking kind of. Um, his arm, he's in like prisoner garb. Uh, he... He's, he's quite menacing at this point. You only really saw him in the large courtyard where he was small and up on the day, so you didn't really interact with him. Here you can see he's a quite tall man, um, and for what seems to be advanced age, he seems quite fit. Um, Scarlet, what did you ask about the door? Uh, is th- is there is another door there? Yeah, it's, it's, very, it's the same as the door before. It's a locked it, uh, bar It's door. locked. Okay, I'm going to try to unlock it. Uh, 19. 19? Easy enough. These are simple doors. Um, door opens up. It leads up the stairs to at the top of the stairs, which are they're not that far. They seem to only go to like the top level, the ground level. There's another door there. It's just a wooden normal door, not a barred door. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to stay behind because yeah. I want to tie up the guard that is currently asleep. Okay. And I'm uh, also gonna blindfold him. Do you have cloth or something to blindfold him with? I use the clothes that I'm currently wearing. You're not wearing clothes? He is, he changed. <laughs> All right, so I'm just imagining you just like ripping a whole string off your arm. Um, 
or like just like the frayed end of your tunic that comes below the belt, just ripping. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in I'm in a jail cell, right? There's no like chains or anything that I could lock him to. He doesn't have any locks or anything. I mean, there's not chains outside of the cells. Okay. Um, you know, Can I put him a... in a cell? Can I put him in a cell? It's a real I mean, question. I mean, you did just pick up the keys he was holding. Okay. So it's easy enough to try the three keys on one of the cells, and you can drag his body into one of the cells. Okay, I lock him in the cell. Okay. And uh... (laughs) Spartan's going to be so confused because you guys aren't even like doing anything crazy, like stealing the archdruid. It's just he's just going to have fallen asleep, wake up in a cell, and nothing's necessarily wrong. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm going to quickly uh, go upstairs to where I think Scarlet is mm-hmm. and I'm just going to like talk to the air and I'm going to say, okay Scarlet um, I locked up the guy uh, downstairs but he's not going to be out for long so I'm going to get out of here I'm going to leave the keys here on the floor for you make sure you give them back to the guy before you go he won't see you. You've got an hour. Good luck. <laughs> um. Um. So. I hope you heard all. I hope you heard all of this. <laughs> I heard you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so important to note. The oh, guard yeah. is uh, asleep for a minute. Oh god, <laughs> that's not a lot of time. Turn over the hourglass. You have about, you have quite a bit of time on your invisibility left. What are you doing, Scarlet? Uh, all right. Having Wizwick heard just him, scampered off, and you heard. Him. Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go that the door that's at the top of the stairs, um, mm-hmm. open. It is currently unlocked. Cool. I'm it gonna... is not open. Okay. Uh. Very carefully open it. Stealthily yeah. open the door. Give me a stealth check. Advantage because I'm invisible? Yes. Thank God. Uh, 27. Well, lucky for you, I rolled a natural one. <laughs> uh, so you open it just enough so you can slip through. What you see next is a small vestibule area made of stone, similar to the building you saw outside. Um, There is one guard there who's just sort of leaning against the wall. (sighs) Seemingly not paying attention. There is a passageway to your right, a passageway to your left, passageway forward. Forward, there's a door. To the left is a door as well. To your, your, or to your right, there's a door as well. To your left, it leads into a small alcove. All right, I'm gonna try the left first. Okay. Um, since there's no door there. Give me another stealth check. Ooh. With an advantage, because you're invisible. Yeah, thank God, because I rolled one. Uh, 21. Okay. So the guard who was leaning against the wall on the far side doesn't seem to notice you at all. Um, when you go into the alcove, it seems to be a storage area. Um, there's 
boxes, crates, all behind a desk. Um, you know, there's probably about a dozen crates there. Um, you see some weapons hanging against the back wall, some swords, some daggers, a heavy crossbow. Um, you see in, there's a, an area where there's kind of a mess of chain mail that's kind of tangled together. Seems like it's a general storage area for ar- arms and goods. Um, would I be able to do like a general investigation check to see if I can find the mask? Uh, so two ways to think of this. Are you going to like pull through the boxes? Because that's investigation. If you're scanning, that's perception. Mm. All right. Well, I don't want to make noise, so I'm just going to scan. Give me a perception check. Natural 20. Okay. So from the natural 20, what you can generally get from this, this is a space where they put the insignificant stuff they've collected. So like general weapons and armor from prisoners um, or just things that they're keeping in supply. It doesn't seem like where they would keep a high profile um, prisoner's belongings. Okay. Um... So I'm going to go back out in the hallway. Where, what door is that guard closest to? So if you're looking at it like a square, mm-hmm. he is in this corner. So he's between the door that was straight across from you and between the door to your right. Looking so, through yeah. the hall now, you can see to the door that was to your right, and it looks as though it's the that entrance in the outside that you saw. Ah, okay. Um... All right, I guess I'm gonna go for that door in the center and try not to be noticed. So you're gonna try? Are you gonna try to open it, or are you, what, what are you trying to do? Just get to it and open is it? Is there? Is there? Is there like a, a? Is it barred? Is there a window in it, or is it just a solid door? It's just a solid wooden door. The guard is just sort of sitting there, like chewing on a fingernail. What do you want to do? You're just gonna go straight for it? Or are you trying to? How hard would it be to knock this guy out with the butt of my dagger? Significantly hard. Cool. He's very, you know, <laughs> you'd have advantage on the attack because you're invisible, mm-hmm. but to knock him out outright, mm-hmm. be very hard. You try to stealth kill him. Yeah, I want to do that. Are you really? Oh no, what have I I done? (laughs) Let's go for it. Out of curiosity, why? (laughs) That's for Scarlet to know and for us to find out. True. All right. We're never going for the self kill. Okay. So he is, from what you can see, he's wearing leather armor using my homebrew stealth kill rules here. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's wearing leather armor which means that you can use a piercing or a slashing weapon okay. to do this. You need to roll a stealth check to get up to him. Mm-hmm. You need to roll a grappling check to cover his mouth, mm-hmm. otherwise he can scream. Mm-hmm. And then you need to roll an attack roll. If you successfully grapple him, you have advantage on the attack roll. Mm-hmm. If you don't successfully grapple him, you have disadvantage on the attack roll. If you hit him, he goes down. Then you roll a stealth check again to slowly bring his body down so he doesn't collapse. So let's take this one step at a time. Okay. Let's stealth up to him. Still advantage, right? Yep, you're invisible. Uh, 
some some Elder Scrolls shit where you just like I'm gonna kill this guard. I don't care. Right. I'm yeah. Go check these items and steal the pots. <laughs> uh, what was it? Get the ten gold. Twenty-two. Okay. So you're right on top of him now. Give me the um, the strength check for the grapple with advantage because you're invisible. Twelve. So when you go to grab him, your hands, you're you're, you're not you don't you don't quite have your footing. You're sort of overconfident from being invisible, and you don't quite get a hold of him. So you don't quite have your hand over his mouth. So mm-hmm. you just immediately like <laughs> go for the attack roll with a dis with a disadvantage. Uh. Question. Mm-hmm. Um, since is this technically surprise? Yes. I oh, I guess you're. Well, no, because you grappled him first. Mm-hmm. So, so he knew I was there before I attacked. So he knew you were there um, uh-huh. when you attacked. Okay. Um, so go ahead and attack him with disadvantage because he is somewhat flailing at this point. You don't have a good grasp on him. Okay. Oh no. 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 Yeah. This would have been so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, Scarlet. That would have been so cool. I think Kieran's just gonna leave the party. (laughs) (laughs) Signing out. All right. All right. All right. All right. right. Um. Need a dice jail. So. Do this real quick. Scarlet, roll initiative. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I did not plan this. I mean, this could, this could be fine. She could kill this guy. Fine. It could be totally fine. It could be totally fine. Either way, they're fighting a dead guard in their basement. It's going to put our whole trip on hold. <laughs> it's going to be fine. We just got to play it cool. All right, Scarlet, what'd you get? Uh, Actually, I'm just, I'm just doing push-ups while reading a book. <laughs> Yeah. I really like to imagine that. Like, you have the book, like, right there. And you're, like, it's just open, and I'm just like. Scott, what'd you get? <laughs> what'd you get? 19. 19. All right. So, Scarlet, you are currently behind this man, kind of loosely holding his, like, grabbing his hair with a dagger at his neck, just sort of like, just like fumbling because he's struggling uh, in your arms. What do you do? Um. Gonna try again. Stab him um, in the tongue. Stab him in the tongue so he can't roll, yell. Roll to attack. Stab um, him in the tongue. Now, would I have? A what if it tastes good? He has not <laughs> attacked you. How do you grab it? Uh, is that an assassination rogue thing? I believe it is. I'm looking right now. Uh, let's see. You have advantage on attack rolls against any creature that hasn't taken a turn in combat yet. Sweet. Um. So. Let's pull back for a moment. Okay. You have advantage on attack rolls against creatures who have not attacked in combat yet, right? Yes, yes. So, ipso facto, not to be the generous DM again, Mm. but you technically then, your advantage would cancel out your disadvantage when you attacked him for the stealth kill. Mm. So did you roll the one first? But was that combat? So it's a... It's a... I'll take it. Technically, you haven't entered combat yet, but I will allow you to roll one more time for it. Okay. 
Do you remember what your other role was on that disadvantage? It was a one. No, but the the one bef- the other role that was not the one. Thought I only rolled once with disadvantage. Uh, no, you oh. rolled oh. twice. twice. The lower one. Yeah, twice. I did. Oh, I only I didn't roll again because I only oh. rolled one. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes this a little bit more obviously. <laughs> that's that's the one we're gonna go with then. So go ahead and roll roll uh roll your attack with advantage because we're in this now. Okay. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> 24. That hits for sure. Let's go ahead and roll damage. Um, and this is not sneak attack, right? Uh, if you no. have advantage. Oh, what? wait. I... Oh, yeah. Technically, yeah. you have advantage, so it is sneak attack. Yeah. No, 2d6 now. Great, right? 3 plus 4, that's 7. That's another 4. 11 points of damage. Great, okay. right? Hmm? Crit. Crit? Yeah. Uh, is that an assassination thing? Any yeah. hit you score against a creature that is surprised. Is that technically surprised? Oh. I, don't, I don't think he was surprised, though, because... He seems pretty surprised to me. No, no, no. I'd say he's. I'd say that was a surprise. Okay, um, so... All right, so that's 20... Uh, no, no, no. Hold on. I added the modifier. Six plus four. The sneak attack damage is not doubled, right? No, sneak, it sneak, is. sneak attack no, it is. is. Any roll damage is doubled. Any rolls, the dice you rolls are You just don't add the mod. Right. All right, all right, hold on. Um, six plus eight is ten plus four. four. That doesn't... Yeah, I rolled a three. What's your modifier? What plus is your modifier? Plus four. Plus four, so yeah. take four away from 11 is seven, so yeah. 14 is your... Uh, um, yeah, okay, 14. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. 14 plus four, Eight, so it's 18. 18 points of damage. Yes. Woo-wee. Bringing him down. Math. He is. So, uh, Scarlet, having fumbled and sort of like your your hands clasping this guy's hair, and he's sort of, he's screaming a little. <laughs> a little. <laughs> and you have a dagger, and you sort of bring it right into his clavicle right here, and you just feel it just like, pierced deep in there and he just screams a guttural scream as uh he takes a shit ton of damage um as he shits himself as he almost shits himself is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn you still have your bonus action and your movement mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um uh bonus action i'm gonna take out my dagger with my other hand mm-hmm. stab him go for it uh no uh, 11. Just misses. So you have the scene for anyone looking, which is no one, is you have a dagger in this guy's clavicle. You let go of his hair. You're holding him by his clavicle with the dagger. You go to pull another dagger out, but he lifts an arm up and you're just sort of coming around and sort of like, it's that like getting close to his neck with it, but pulling back. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's going to have a turn then. Mm-hmm. That means... Bring it. So uh, you see he sort of like pushes you off of him. Your blade rips out of his clavicle. He sort of screams a little bit more. As he turns around and pulls his short sword and goes for a swipe against you. What's your AC? Mm, 15. Oh, just makes it uh, mm. with a 16. Does he have um, disadvantage because I'm invisible? You're not no, invisible. you're not invisible. Oh, Marty. that's ah. right. It dropped. It dropped. Okay. Did not think this through. 
All right, so that is four points of uh, uh, slashing damage against you. As his sword comes across your hauberk, uh, your, your chest piece, and sort of just shallowly pierces through it, and you feel sort of that scratch against your chest and a little bit of warm blood leak inside of your, your armor. Um, your turn again. Okay. Swiping again with the dagger. Okay. Um, 19. Okay, how do you want to do this? Because you'll kill him with your modifier. Okay. Um, I slit his throat. Okay. So he, um, after getting a, uh, so whole scene, stab, uh, thrusts you off as you try to get him off, pulls away, slashes you across the chest. You take a moment to grab it before kind of lunging forward, pushing him into the wall against uh, the opposite side of you, just sort of bringing the knife up into his throat. And you look your face to face with him as his blood starts to pour down, out of, pour shooting out of his neck. He's just and there's blood all over your hauberk, yep. uh, your chest piece, your leather chest piece, <laughs> as his body just sort of <clears throat> and slinks to the ground. As you hear someone oh, down below, oh, what, what, how do I get in here? Pull <laughs> me out! As <laughs> you hear the shaking of bars. Luckily for you, Wizwick locked that guard in a cell and gave you the keys. What do you do? <laughs> you just killed uh, uh, yeah. uh, one of the guard of Lord Harrison. His corpse is now in the uh, in the room. There's a guard below who heard everything but seen nothing and is locked in a cell he does not have the keys for with a uh, terrorist inside who saw you walk. Well, didn't see you, actually. Only saw Wiswick. Um, do I hear anybody else coming? Did he alert anybody? Give me a perception check. Probably not. Uh, nine. Hard to tell. All right. You, know, you at the very least know the guard below knows that something happened upstairs. He heard the screams. He woke up in time to hear some scuffling, heard the screaming of the guard. But, um, hi, beyond... uh, wait, uh, could I possibly, because I wasn't here, um, would it be possible if Wiswick, before the spell was about to end, could he have tried to roll sleep, cast sleep on him again to give her an extra minute? Or is it like, because I don't know how much time I had to like throw him in there and give her the keys. Like I might have just been like right on the edge there anyway. I would say um, based on the time that it took her to do things and based on the fact that you probably would have cast it again on him, I would allow it. Um, because also combat, six seconds around, we only did one round of combat. I'd say I'm going to roll for it. Not because of your spell, but because of the guard's screams. Uh, magical sleep will not wake up from noise. Good call. Uh, so, perception check-wise, you hear nothing downstairs then. Well, all I have to do is roll over his health. Oh, oh yeah, let's do the roll real quick first. And this is not at level two, because I'm out of two slots. So I'm only rolling five dice instead okay. of seven. You could still make it with that. 
All right. Uh, nine. Nine, that's 18, plus one is 19. 19? Yeah. It's not enough. All right, well, now I'm caught, too. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd say, Wizwick, you have a brief moment to escape because the spell hadn't worn off by the time you started casting it again. Oh, wait, no, because concentration, you're reconcentrating on the second one, so no. No, 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 no concentration on uh, sleep. Oh, there isn't? Okay. No. Then then I'd say, Wizwick, you have enough time to get away before he wakes up. But he okay. will be he'll be, will be awake for... As <laughs> the guard upstairs is murdered. Um... <laughs> But he, there was enough time for you to escape Wiswick, though you did know that your second attempt did not succeed. Shoot. <laughs> I tried. Um, so Scarlet, you're in a room. There's a bunch of shit to your behind you. There's a door to your left and a door straight ahead. What are you doing? Uh, really, really quickly. Door straight ahead. Uh, the uh, door that you originally were trying to get through? Yeah. Okay, so that's the one to your left. Just the way you're facing. It's fine. Okay. Uh, are you trying to... It's locked. Do you want to try to quickly get in there? Really I gave her the keys. Did you check the keys? I did not. Do you want to check the keys? I want to check the keys. <laughs> One of them unlocks the door. Right. <laughs> Fabulous. Uh, the door swings open, um, and you see... Uh, uh, <laughs> um, another... <laughs> Iron Gate, um, with what appears to be more um, uh, more um, sensitive items. Cool. Um, there's, a, there's not as many items back here. You see, um, you know, there's. It looks like a lot of the stuff they picked up from the uh, the temple. Okay. Um, quick, upon quick scanning, can I see the mask? Give me a perception check. Oh, God damn it. Got one. How long do you want to look? How long do I want to look? Just like five seconds, really quick. Then you don't see the mask. All right. Do any of those uh, keys open that the gate? You could try. I would like to try. Uh, the uh, um, One of them does. Okay. Um... All right, so uh, lightning speed, um, going in, like investigating, looking for looking for the mask. Uh, go ahead and roll an investigation check. Sixteen. Okay, so sort of like tossing things around, you're like you sort of you picking up just sort of like oh like weird tapestry from the the archdruid's place you pick up a, a strange bag that feels like it sort of has a few maybe some relics in it i don't know maybe a book um you throw that aside um you pick up um just a bunch of random things that none of them matter to you but then the last moment of looking you see underneath what you've moved around um that same strange wooden mask pale uh, bark, petrified bark that you saw before. Cool. Um, is it small enough that I could put it into my bag? Yes. Great. In my bag. Okay. Um, now the 
when I brutally murdered that guard, uh, you said the uh, the blood got everywhere, right? Yes, you're covered in blood. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I were to take my armor off and put it away, would that do anything? Would that decrease the amount of blood that I'm on, that's on me? Arguably, yes. Um, yeah, you. If you took your armor off, your your leather armor, you would. That's where most of the blood got on. Any mm-hmm. other blood kind of got on. You could is small enough that you could conceal it, but the mm-hmm. armor is primarily where the blood sort of sprayed down from the guy's neck onto your armor. All right, uh, I'm just gonna take it off really quickly, shove it in my bag, um, and then uh, I'm gonna walk back down to well, yeah. I'm gonna walk down to where that other guard is in the uh, in the cell, mm-hmm. um, and he's awake now, right? Yeah, he's yeah. staring at you. Okay, great. Um, and I'm just gonna like, can I kind of like, I have the keys. I kind of want to like, like throw them so that it looks like that they were dropped, so that like. So you're you're gonna walk back down to the cells that you came from. Yeah. Okay. Mm. You're not invisible. Yeah, no, I know. There is the there is the There's the Yeah, the the other entrance. The other entrance. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could I mean you'd be leaving that garden there and you may but you can leave that way too. You don't know who's outside right now, but Okay. Um Well I still have the keys. I really don't want those on me anymore. Um, so I guess I will chuck them down the stairs and then try and go out the, (laughs) go out the the door. It seems to be your only option. Yep. Uh, so easy enough to chuck the keys down the stairs. Um, you hear them ching, 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 you hear, and you hear him kind of reaching through the bars, trying to get to it as you thrust the door open. Oh, did we just oh. lose Stefan? Oh no. Yeah, we did. Technical uh, difficulties. Take we're us to technical difficulties. Yeah, we're on technical difficulties. That's not. <laughs> That's what happens when we lose someone. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> are, are we offline right now? No, we're not offline. I mean, uh, just uh, hold on one moment. Difficulties. Thing back on. Hey, everybody in the chat, what's up? How you doing, hey, uh, Alex? <laughs> could you could you just say something in the chat real quick? I know hey, what it's happened. Just saying, like, you drop internet or your computer? Lost Stefan for a second. Let's. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, your, right there. That's that's uh no 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 I, that was on stream. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So are we back? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now it's good. Oh now it's good. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, everyone. We had a brief technical issue, but we're back in. Um. So yeah. So Scarlet, you threw the keys down, burst out the doors. There's no one there. So I imagine you just start to casually walk. Very, very casual. And what are you gonna do? Um, 
So when I came out, uh, I guess I'll go back in the way that I stepped out before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will go find Wiswick. I'm okay. assuming that he would have run back to my room. All right. So you, uh, after a little bit of time and sort of very casually walking through the great hall where there's several workers too busy to notice that there's little tri- trims of blood on your cloak. You go directly to um, your room and you find Wiswick waiting there for you. Okay. Oh, jeez! And I cast prestidigitation <laughs> and click it up. Yeah. Thank you. Um, well, what happened out there? That was a tad bit messier than I had hoped it to be. Um, so, if anyone... Did they, I, did they I see did. you? I don't think so, no. Okay. Um, the one person that did is dead now, so... With, with, it's Yes, so um, at, with that, I'm just going to take out the, uh, the armor and take out the mask and hand it to him. I uh, grab the mask and I say, you got it. Great job. Um, all right. Oh, we never speak of this again. Uh, I never came in here. You never did. <laughs> uh, don't tell Kiran or anybody. Definitely not Kiran. <laughs> you can't keep a secret. <laughs> Would you mind doing that thing you just did? Could you do that on my armor really quick? Yeah, I press the digitate the armor, make it clean. Easy enough. Um, but, but yes. is, is is Timber in the room at all? Yes, oh. Timber. You, you wake up and see. <laughs> you wake up to see Wiswick cleansing blood from uh, Scarlet's armor and him holding the mask of the uh, Archdruid triumphantly and saying, "Don't tell Kiran. Don't tell Kiran." <laughs> I swear to God, if that mask is literally just a piece of wood. <laughs> because you were like, oh, I gotta get that mask. And the whole time, this entire time, I was like, it's just a piece of wood. And yeah. I was like, I was like, all this trouble. Oh, oh, oh. Just crapped out of me. Sorry about that, guys. Again, um, blame Discord, few, not us. Few technical difficulties. Hopefully, it's Discord, not us. But we should be good for the rest of the night. Um, making promises, I can't back up, but we should be good. Um, but jumping back in where we just were was Timber waking up to see uh, Scarlet and Wiswick doing shady shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm gonna take the mask. I'm immediately gonna. Oh wait, do I have- I probably have spill slots. Hide it very well, Wiswick. I have a feeling that once they find the guy that was in there, they're gonna know something's up and that I bet you they're gonna do a search. So if you have some sort of way to make it disappear. I'm going to cast Detect Magic on it, non-ritual. Like I'm gonna actually cast the spell. Okay. Uh, so the mask is uh, somewhat magical. There is a magical aura around it. Um, school is indecipherable to you because it's not it's seemingly not a school. Um, it's something new you haven't seen before. Um, it's not within the 
college shoes um, that you're typically aware of. Um, <clears throat> but it definitely is magical. Uh, you just see, like, his eyes blow up. Like, he's, like, completely enamored by this thing. Like, it, it, like as if it just, like, hypnotized him. He's just staring at it, and he's like, this is, this is unheard of. This mask, it, it has properties I've never seen before. Oh, just like you said, you wanted to research it more. Yes, you've done a great job. I'm sure I'll learn a lot from this. I'm very glad. You're very smart. Yeah, and you're very sneaky. <laughs> and murderous. And murderous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was for the pursuit of knowledge, right? Do you know if that guy has a family? <laughs> oh god, don't go there. <laughs> um, you definitely had children, do too. A, do you have a way that you can hide it? I mean, I can hide it in my cloak. I've got a really big trench coat. <laughs> it's, a, it's at this point, Scarlet, you do notice Timber just sort of looking up at you. We'll talk later. Who are you talking to? Um. <laughs> talking I'm to everyone in here. Who are you talking to? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, talking to Timber, of course. I talk to him like I talk to all my friends. Just because. Yeah, he's you stupid, Mike. You're distracting. No. <laughs> don't. No, don't. Don't talk to him. I walk over and I try to. Grab the mask in my mouth. No, no, <laughs> nope. I bat away. Okay, I don't know how to hide this thing. I can keep it in my bag. Nobody's gonna check it. I don't think they'll think it's me. But I, there was magic, so right? Uh, am I the only magic person in this place? Maybe it's not good if I carry it. <laughs> I don't think I should carry it. <sighs> but I don't think it should be in any of our rooms. Either. I'm gonna transform into a human in front of Wiswick. Oh. <laughs> I was waiting for it. Uh, so Wiswick, for the first time, you see, you sort of are like panicking, but looking between Timber and Scarlet, as if as if Timber's gonna give you an answer. And then suddenly, when you look at Timber, you see, you see the wolf just sort of. <laughs> And the humanoid form of timber appears before you from the wolf. Give me the little, the little mask, little one. I think Wizwick's first <laughs> like reaction would be to scream and run out the door, but he knows that's not a smart idea. <laughs> so instead, he's just staring at you with the mask in his hands, and his hands just, are like trembling. No, he re runs in a circle. Uh, yeah, you like run to the door, notice the mask in your hands, and turn back around and just like... I got like one hand in my mouth and the, the mask is like in my other hand and I'm just running around. Like, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright, it's alright. Uh, I hold out my my, 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 my beastly hand to give it here. It's, a, it's actually, that's actually the best thing we have. You can give it to him. They won't be able to find it on him. I, I toss the mask to him. Catch it. Yep, put it in my pocket. So you notice, uh, Wizwick, as you're looking, that the um, the master sort of goes into one of his pockets, and it 
doesn't seem like the pocket is necessarily big enough for the mask, but it slips in easy enough. And mask is nowhere to be seen. Right. So I, I look. He's, I look over he's not at. Gonna eat me. No, he's not going to. Eat no, I'm not going to eat you. See. I am a good boy. Remember. <laughs> there was literally no more ominous comment that you could make. This <laughs> I am a good boy. Good boy. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> I look over at, at oh my god! I look over at Scarlet. <laughs> uh, why do you have blood on you? There are only innocent people here. All in the pursuit of knowledge. You can understand that, right? I think Wiswick, still shaking, is gonna like slowly step in front of Scarlet and just say, I I'm sorry, big scary Timber. It, it was my idea. I didn't mean it to turn out like this. Mm. It's not your fault. Don't let anyone else found out. No, as far as anyone knows, we know nothing. Well, do as you please. Don't talk your on. <laughs> I'll make my own judgments. I won't talk your on. Why can't we talk your on? Because he's a he's a terrible liar. Have you ever met him? Oh, uh, oh, yes. He literally says everything that's on his yes. mind at all times. Yes, 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 you did say that. Yes, I understand now. <laughs> okay, great. As long as we're all on the same page. We are now. Okay, uh, I'm gonna go process everything that's happened in my room alone. <laughs> uh, so, with Wit leaves, and it's just Scarlet timber right now. Oh, great. Oh, no, that was my Sean. <laughs> Sean's had it with our bullshit. Yeah. Sean's had it with our bullshit, yes. Oh, my God. Our... Oh, wait. Huh, come on, it's me now? <laughs> yeah, it's your turn. It's the rounds. Something, that, something's making the rounds. That's really weird, because my internet didn't drop. Yeah, it's definitely something to Discord at this point. Yeah. Alright, well, I'm ready to jump back in. I, it, I never stopped it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there's something going on with our Discord tonight, but we're we're back. Uh, so at this point, Wiswick leaves. I'm assuredly rush, rustling to his bedroom to sort of, oh no. And then, um, but Scarlet and Timber, you're you're alone together. Timber is still in his humanoid form at this point. You get yourself caught again. I'm out. Just like that. Mm-hmm. Will not go Just down. Like I will not go down. Being caught in unreasonable ways. Being caught. Just like the dagger. Being put to jail. 
have to make silly mistakes. I won't get caught again. And with that, I'm just going to go back into wolf form. Mm-hmm. And then, yes. uh, curl up in the corner. So, you see him curl away from you. The, um, the mentioning of getting caught stings a little. And in the rush of things, as always with any sort of doing of crimes, um, it hits you. And you're, you're sitting there and you're realizing that's probably an innocent man. Especially how lazy he looked. He's probably a very innocent man. <laughs> um, it reminds you of similar moments. All right. Cal is doing squats now. <laughs> <laughs> I was just about to say, after this heavy moment, what's Cal up to? I've just been, I've just, I'm just reading, doing squats. Like, oh, interesting. Oh, I didn't know the subjective form of primordial was like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dedication to the, to the reading of the book. <laughs> no, I will learn a new language by the end of this goddamn campaign. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point, I'd say everyone's sort of back in their rooms, done their respective uh, exploring, for better or worse. Um, DM just says, you've got four hours to do whatever you want. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and a lot of things. Me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, by this point, it is getting uh, close to nighttime. Um, I'm going to wash off, mark my place in whatever language it is I'm learning, and uh, which we should probably discuss. And, yeah, we will. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, wash off and start getting dressed. Okay. Um, I imagine everyone's kind of in their own way getting ready at this point because we're approaching the feast hour. Um, you know, it's, it's probably about... 5 30 6 o'clock at this point um sun is so that golden hour at this point um is there anything anyone wants to do before you reconvene before the feast i'm gonna take as many selfies with the lights up <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah hey oh, wow that really annoyed him huh wow <laughs> i have no selfies for cal copy that well we're having a bad night, everyone. And we're sorry about it. Are we? I'm not. Gonna... I'm not sorry oh. about it. Shit, okay. Whatever is it doing? Is everybody stocked up on water? You gotta keep hydrated. <laughs> keep on drinking. Um, I don't know, both. I would be remiss if I didn't say, check out Two Dungeon Masters, a podcast on Spotify. And uh, follow them at, on their Instagram at Two Dungeon Master. Yeah, they're great. And on Twitter at the Two DMs. And if you want to little get a little bit more of Curon, you can follow him at the uh, the Stephanator. <laughs> um, and I stream. Um, I'm a, I'm a, a cam boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ever looking for uh, that kind of entertainment? <laughs> He can buy some uh, God pieces <laughs> and play game of games. Exactly. 
while we're plugging things, check out my friends uh, at the Gecko's Game Games Cast. On All right, how many things do these people have to check out? Because <laughs> now there's an overwhelming list. On a real note, the two Dungeon Masters. Yeah, on a real note, the, the, the yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good friends of the cast of the pod. Oh, Whatever this I'm is. <laughs> the Wait, pod. Can they hear us, or are we just fucking... Oh, they can, they, can, they can hear us. Oh, good, good. I'm glad everyone can hear us. <laughs> I'm gonna, um, I'll sing a song. Yeah, please, Tim. Oh, oh no. Oh, oh my thank God. God. Perfect timing. Yay. You know, the thing is, it's obviously not my internet, because the battle cam just kept... kept yeah, the battle cam just yeah. And, like, I was able to go onto a browser and everything. It must be something going on with Discord right now. Damn you, Discord. Damn you. <laughs> Maybe we can actually guys. get to the feast. <laughs> Maybe. Actually, Maybe. Kira, before we do that, can Kiron <laughs> wax Kiron. poetically for an hour or two? I would like to, to hear exactly what Kiron's been saying to himself while all this is happening in his room, <laughs> thinking about his In real time. It was in about real time. So we need. <laughs> yeah. Huh. I wonder what's for dinner. Oh, nice. <laughs> I wonder what's for... Did Kieran just go on Grubhub? <laughs> uh, how, what are the Yelp reviews for Lord Harrington? <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> anyway, you've all kind of had a moment to freshen up in whatever way. Um, though some of us a little bit more shaken than others, but if you would like to reconvene before the feast, you can. I would like to go to Kieran's room. Yay! This is great. Hi, everybody. Um, me. Your, uh, your old Timber. Just dealing with some, uh, technical crap. Because, uh, Discord's great today. Don't know why. Um... Are we back on? Yeah, we've... Yep. <laughs> right, uh, really sorry, guys. I don't know what's going on tonight with our... Uh... <laughs> what is going on? Just call it. Just call it. Alright, we gotta call it, guys. If we're still live and you can see my shoulder, uh, there's something going on with our Discord tonight, guys. I'm really sorry about it. Um, you know, we're just gonna have to call it early tonight. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, um, but uh, we'll pick up next week in time for. Well, since we'll we'll get we'll get to that freaking feast. <laughs> Maybe something other than terrible things will happen. Maybe we, the the group won't keep falling ass backwards into problems. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna have to call it tonight. Unfortunately, everyone, um, something going it's on. It's gonna be a toy to edit. But. Um, Catch us next week on Monday, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We'll jump back in right where we left off. Again, sorry for the technical difficulties tonight. Um, we'll uh, try to avoid these difficulties in the future, whatever's going on with our Discord. But, Cal um, didn't roll once. I just <laughs> wow, oh, no. <laughs> we never really got a chance to go and do anything I mean, with Cal. Yeah, no, I was, I was ready to go, let's go to this feast, man. But unfortunately, looks like we're going to... Um, kind of have to call it tonight and uh, we'll see you next week please check in again um and we'll have a good time next week in paradise uh thanks for joining us have a good night thanks you too
Love Wait. you. Wait. Love, we love our viewers. Oh, yes, we do. We love our viewers. How about for you? you? Oh. Oh. Yeah, that's right. I said except for you because I felt it was the funnier thing, to, the funnier path to take, maybe. Um, so that was technical difficulties, the episode. Uh, wild, though. The whole Scarlet thing is fucking nuts, bro. Um, please join us next time uh, on episode seven, which uh, ramps things up a notch uh, roleplay wise. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this one and we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. So hopefully you guys are uh, sticking around for these because I'm putting a lot of thought into them, um, you know, doing talking about things like what's your favorite pasta and and uh, uh, marks versus angles. Um, but uh, I think today what I really wanted to talk about is how uh, sometimes when you're doing a thing, that thing isn't the thing you should be doing. And in that situation, I, I always advise people um when, you know, when they are doing things they shouldn't be doing to keep doing them because nobody should tell you what you shouldn't or shouldn't be doing, you know, stick it to the man, rage against the machine, um, break down the capitalist slave labor force that you, you're a part of, uh, fight back anarcho syndicalism for the win. It's the roaring twenties, baby. Let's bring it back that and, and, and big band jazz. It's going to be fun. Uh, bye.